This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Welcome, everybody, to the I'm Fat Podcast. Uh, uh, snacks are uh, best saved for later. With Jay Zawoski. That man ate all our shrimp and two plastic lobsters. And Rick Camp. Out the mist came a beast more stomach than man. Welcome into another edition of the I'm Fat Podcast. Brought to you by our sponsors, Team Hochberg, Mazda of Orland Park, Marichka's in Crest Hill, and Dr. Squatch. People love us, and that's a good thing. Yeah. I'm Merkamp alongside fellow fat Jay Zawoski. Listen, guys, we got a huge episode today. We got to recap round one of March Fatness. Look forward to round two. There's a bunch of stuff going on. This is a jam-packed episode as we always like to have it it is chock full of fat goodness just like rick and i thanks for tuning in everybody make sure you're following us on all of our social media accounts twitter facebook instagram at i'm fat pod can't get into tiktok yet i just can't figure out like what the hell would i do on tiktok what would we do on tiktok i'm too old and too fat there's like a sensor on there like no sir you are too fat and old to use this app big fan of tiktok though i watch it all the time uh email us i'm fat pod at gmail.com we're on patreon at I'm Fat Pod. Make sure you rate, subscribe, and review the podcast. Those things are very, very helpful in terms of uh, promotion. And the best thing for us is word of mouth. You got a friend who likes food? We all do, don't we? Let them know about the I'm Fat Podcast, and that will be very, very helpful. But I'm, I am ready, Rick. And I, you know, I knew, I knew my number one seed probably wasn't going to win. But you know what? I don't care. It put up a good fight, and and I'm gonna. <sighs> They deserve to win. It's just a matter of people not knowing. It's ignorance more than anything, right? That's what it is. Is that what we're going with? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I stand by it. Okay. So Jay, t- Jay said it. So let's run down the matchups in March Fatness. And we might as well start with the Jay Zawoski region <laughs> since he's already getting salty about his one seed going down, even though he had such a really strong 16 seed. Yeah, that was a problem. Yeah. So... The 16 seed in Jay's region getting the hot girls and sitcoms upset Rosangela's, and it wasn't that close either. 62.4% for getting the hot girls and sitcom. Well, you know what? I know that that's a, that is a blowout by all standards, but when you really think about this, like jokes aside, for a place that most people in Chicago and around the country have never heard of or gone to, aside from this podcast, right? To put up that good of a fight? To put, what was it? Uh, help me with my math. 60, it was 62. So 38% goes for Los Angeles. That's pretty solid, actually. I'm pretty pleased yeah. with that. Okay. They have to be happy, too. 38% of Maybe. the audience of this podcast voted for them. And I bet that that's a high percentage considering how many of our actual listeners have actually been there. So there. It's a moral yeah, victory. Anything, we'll take those. It's a fl- It's a flaw in seating. Yes, it is. I'm bad at this stuff, Rick. You know this by now. <laughs> I mean, all you have to do is look at my region, and I clearly didn't seed well either. Okay, in the 8-9 matchup, went to the 9-seed double stuff Oreos, getting a, a narrow, that was the narrowest victory of round one in the entire bracket, 51.7% over Buffalo anything. That was a really tough matchup. It was because when, when I wrote that one down, I was like, ooh, and until I actually voted, I wasn't sure how I was going to vote. And I yeah. did, I ended up voting for Oreo as as much as the your 116 was a flawed pairing. This was a perfect pairing. Like when you think eight, nine, it's a coin flip. That's exactly what this was. I voted double stuff Oreos as well. But yeah, that that margin is really narrow. What was not narrow was the five <laughs> twelve matchup where the 12 seed, you always got to pick your 12s over fives in a bracket. We all know this. 
aisle seat on a plane blew out Cadbury cream eggs. 81.5% of the vote. Good Lord. Yeah, that's rough. I, I, I know it's my bracket, so I pick things that I really like, mm-hmm. and Cadbury cream eggs are among them. Um, but even I... <laughs> Rick voted for the aisle seat in the airplane when it came down to really sort of breaking it all down. That's what I ended up with, too, because, yeah, I mean, cream eggs are good, but there's other ways to get chocolate and frosting. (laughs) Big if true. Yeah, it is true. It's damn true. The four seed beer batter with got 74 Mm percent of the vote against bubbles on pizza. Are you surprised by that? Because I'm not necessarily. I'm not. And I think I'm I'm not surprised that one won. I'm surprised by how how big it won, and I do think beer batter is a serious contender in this tournament. I really do. I think that beer batter can go a long way because that that's a that, everything that's beer battered is amazing, mm-hmm. and it even takes frying things to a different level, right? Like, oh, it's fried. Oh, it's beer battered. Oh, that's mm-hmm. that's even better. So I think beer batter's got to because remember last year I went with. Uh, what I say breading was that what I said last yes. year beer batter yes. is, is taking that up a notch and I think beer batter is going to make a run here my favorite pairing of round one went exactly as I figured it would go for this podcast <laughs> where bacon wrapped anything a controversial six seed to be allowed into the field one and got what was it 61.3 percent of the vote yeah. over earlier vaccine access you know eventually the pandemic's gonna end bacon will bacon is forever i guess that's the logic there that's true yeah and uh i had one of my friends from college reply uh, when i posted that and uh, i think we came to the consensus that you just need to bacon wrap the syringe (laughs) and that and then you could kill two birds with one stone yeah oh by the way speaking of bacon we should mention that march fatness is brought to you by our friend charlie the bacon guy Go place your orders on his Instagram at Charlie the Bacon Guy. He ships and uh, makes those orders with you personally. So make sure you get some. I know some people have uh, ordered some of the bacon jam, but help Charlie the Bacon Guy out because he's helping us out. He's a great dude and mm-hmm. he's got a great product. We guarantee it. Absolutely. The three fourteen matchup went to the fourteen seed Cookie Dough in a route. Eighty two percent of the vote over bidets. Um, Jay, were you a little butthurt by that? <sighs> That's good. I like that. Uh, I, there are three kind of people in the world. There's the unfortunate souls that have never, tr- never tried a bidet. There are the people that have tried a bidet, but are too hung up on getting blasted in the butt by water to admit they like it. And then there's bidet ambassadors. And that's what I am. So, yes, that's another matchup issue. Uh, bidets are excellent. If you don't have one, try one. If you're scared of it, don't be scared. It's not going to turn you gay or anything, I promise. It's just going to clean your butt. It's a good thing. Uh, but cookie dough is a really, really tough matchup, and bidet is dispatched easily in the first round. Does that make you a bidet ambassador? I like that. There we go. <laughs> bidet ambassador. Put it on yeah. a business card. Yeah, I think so. I got to find out how to <laughs> – I got to brain that one a little bit. But, yeah, that should work phrasing 710 matchup went to the appetizer combo which got 59 percent of the vote over bacon and eggs i think that just comes down to are you a breakfast person or aren't you i went appetizer combo not surprisingly because i'm not a big breakfast person but also it's a guaranteed to have everything fried yeah it's true it's a tough matchup i knew that would be a close one too and then Wrapping up the Jay Zawoski region in round one, Thanksgiving dinner with a very convincing victory, 75.8% of the vote over curbside. And I'm, I don't think either of us are shocked by this. And now Thanksgiving dinner is the highest remaining seed in the Jay Zawoski region. And I think it's a really, really strong contender. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's that's going to make a run. But I there, there are a few. I already mentioned uh, beer batter. I think that's going to make a run. I think that um that bacon wrapped anything has a chance i think cookie dough's got a chance like this this breed this bracket this region is up for grabs i really think so there's three or four i could say yeah i could easily see that one winning this this tournament so i i don't know i i can't wait to see how it plays out okay so your second round matchups in the jay zawoski region are getting the hot girl in sitcoms versus double stuff oreos mm-hmm. that's gonna be tough i'll seat on a plane versus beer batter bacon wrapped anything versus cookie dough and the appetizer combo against thanksgiving dinner 
Those are all difficult. Mm-hmm. As I'm sitting here thinking about this right now, I'm not sure how I'm voting on any of those. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah, like, man. Oh, did you see the horrifying news that came out about Double Stuff Oreos this week? I saw something that it's only actually... Like (laughs) 1.86? Yes. Why are we getting this false advertising? Uh, I, You know what? It's frustrating, but I, I have to say... The double stuff ratio is perfect, mm-hmm. and I don't know if one point eight one percent stuffed is uh is <laughs> rolls off the tongue. <laughs> it doesn't roll off the tongue quite as well. So uh, I- I'm fine with it. I mean, if they want to add a little more, so it's truly mathematically double, I don't think it's going to ruin it by any means. No. Yeah. So yeah, I, I know it's uh, technically incorrect, but we'll allow it because they're so damn delicious. Agreed. All right, let's move over to my region, the Rick Camp region, because counter to any logic we're going to go counterclockwise uh if you're looking at your march fat, march fatness bracket in the rick camp region the one seed cake with actually the closest victory in round one 55.1 percent over table bread yeah uh, i know hey you called it you said that was going to be a tougher matchup than i thought it was going to be and you were absolutely right i really thought that the nostalgia of the the, the bygone era of table bread Right, like it doesn't really happen nearly as much as it used to. I, I thought it would put up a fight, but cake—I mean, cake. Everybody loves cake, yeah. so that's 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 a cake is a great one seed, and cake is everything. So really, no matter what wins, <laughs> cake wins. That's right. This is my logic. The nine seed elevators defeated the eight seed Nikola Jokic with seventy-four point seven percent of the vote. I think this was somewhat unfortunate timing for Jokic because LeBron James got hurt yesterday, and now pretty much everybody says Jokic is the if like if the season ended today, he's the runaway MVP winner. So that would have been good for him to have that ahead of time. But I mean, mm. it's elevators and not having to move to go a far distance. So a really convincing victory for that really strong nine seed. Well, if you have to sacrifice one. I mean, yes. sorry, Nikolai, I love you, but I'm never abandoning elevators. Right. Also he, also, he got himself another win against the Bulls. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> the uh, the 5-12 matchup had another upset. The 12-seed relaxed fit with 77% of the vote over the 5-seed mesh chairs. I was I was surprised it was this much of a blowout. I thought mesh chairs was a, a really solid five. I had them uh, advancing to the round of 16 mesh chairs. So that's not great. Uh, relax fit, though, is good for the fats. There's no doubt about that. Comfort usually wins over everything. But that that's why I thought mesh chairs are great They're It's nice. It's got back support and it's breathing. I'm not standing up and having to do the swast swipe like I described a few episodes ago where I had to go wipe with my relax fit pants the sweat mark my butt left on a leather seat i mean that's like a daily occurrence for me of course have you utilized the swast swipe i have utilized mm-hmm. the swast swipe you're welcome yeah, seriously i was kind of mad that i hadn't felt like <laughs> been more cognizant of that before it, it was always just the get up like the stand up and pray yeah so this uh, i invented this when on the train with a girl i had a crush on knowing the situation happening beneath me i'm like well she can't see this. This is not an option. Nope. So I just sort of shuffled myself off the train car seat and it worked. Lovely. Nice. Yeah. The 13 seed that got mocked, mind you, spare shirts <laughs> with a convincing 72.9% of the vote over CPAP machines. I, I think the CPAP machine is too scary for people. Probably. For me, it's a big fear that like oh, someday I'm going to have to wear this Darth Vader mask to bed and I, I don't like to think about it. Sure. So I think that that could be part of it. That could be part of it. The 611 in the Rick Camp region also noteworthy because the 11 seed gold bond yes. finally advanced, defeating Rockets James Harden. Love it. With 65.1% of the vote. Jay, is this gold bond's year? It might be. And I, I told you, you were thinking about cutting it out. I said, Rick, do not cut gold bond out of this tournament. The problem is... For Gold Bond, this tournament happens at the wrong time of year. It happens when it's still relatively cool out. Gold Bond has not been on the mind. If this was July Madness, 
or whatever. People will yes. be like, gold bond, number one seed, clean sweep to the final. But it's just out of sight, out of mind. By the way, I tweeted at, at Gold Bond Inc. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we're not the Gold Bond Company. I'm like, well, screw you then. Change your name. <laughs> so whatever. That's awesome. This upset surprised me in how convincing it was. Mm-hmm. The three seed that, if I remember last year, did pretty solid air fryer fell to the 14 seed butter and butter got 70.3% of the vote. And this is what worries me about gold bond. That is a tough next matchup. That's, yeah. that's, that's like Loyola, Illinois. That's, that's a rough one. See that I made a reference to sports. Yes. Um, that's a tough one. And butter, you know, a, a, a down year seating wise, but a, a perennial powerhouse or like the Duke or the Kansas or the North Carolina, you know, every year, you know, they're going to be formidable for the most part. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Butter just, just shellacked the air fryer. I thought a lot of people would have gotten the air fryer over quarantine too. Right. Like just, Seriously. yeah, I, I thought it would be a good year for them, but Hey, early maybe, out, maybe it should have gone. I should have gone Instapot instead. Isn't that like the 2021 version of, uh, I think of air fryer, you know, I think, no, I think you had it right. I think air fryer is the more recent of the two and it's also easier to use. I'm very surprised. Look, I'm not surprised butter one, but I'm surprised it was as convincing as it was. Cause I would think there'd be a whole bunch of new air fryer converts, but of mm-hmm. course it is our audience and they're like something I could fry at home. I will buy that immediately. So, yes. so maybe it's old news to them. Okay. I I am proud because I, I think I might've struck a nerve in a good way mm. with quality fast food napkins, getting 66.5% of the vote over the seven seed stomach shelf, because there were some people that were like, what is the, you know what why does it matter if it's a fast food napkin boy if you can like save those fast food napkins or if you're especially eating something that's really messy get having like more than a paper thin yeah napkin is so huge are you a napkin like used to the end kind of a person like me where i'll use every last inch of the napkin before i go to a new one generally yeah unless it's like the part that is used is like drenched or something, <laughs> then I'll, right. you know, then, then I'll move on a little bit quicker. But yeah, I try to use, I try to use a, a napkin pretty much to the end. Fry the Coop gave us 700 napkins last night. I was very pleased. Good. I was very happy. Thank you. Thank you. We needed them too. We had people the- in our house for the first time in a year. Nice. It was really, really nice. We had our best friends over for Fry the Coop and it was, it was good. It was very, very good. <laughs> shocking yeah this uh, shocking for this podcast fry the coop good mm-hmm. keep that in mind and the biggest blowout of round one was the two seed air conditioning defeating the 15 seed tums with 94 and a half percent of the vote that wow. is a convincing victory and i think i mean that has to be a shot across the bow to everybody else in this field that air conditioning is not playing. And maybe as the odds change after round one, maybe that is the new favorite to win the whole thing. So much for my time of year theory on gold bond. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I mean, but look, if we're going through this list of all 64 of these entries. Yes. One of the last things I would give up is air conditioning. Agreed. Like that would be. That would be a huge problem for me to, to not have that in my home. Yeah, to go for a summer in the condo oh. without air conditioning was awful. Your quality of life just goes to hell because yes. you're hot all the time. You're not sleeping well. Mm-hmm. No, screw that. Air conditioning yep. is might need to win this tournament. So the second round matchups in the Rick Camp region are cake versus elevators, relaxed fit versus spare shirts, Gold Bond versus Butter and quality fast food napkins taking on air conditioning. RIP napkins. Yes. All right, we're going to reveal the menu item region and the Bill Oakley region in a moment. But first, I want to tell you about our friends out there in Orland Park at Mazda of Orland Park. Give Eric a call, 708 444 3200. Once again, Rick spent a lot of time on the road this week just being stalked by Mazda CX-30s. They're everywhere I go. And i like, why are the drivers waving at me and pointing at their cars? It's very, very strange. They want me to buy that CX-30, and I'm going to. This year, I'm getting a new Mazda. I cannot wait. But the, I just want to have a couple months of no car payment. I got my Mazda CX-5 
that I've been driving since 2015 at Mazda of Orland Park from Eric Fates, and it's the best car I've ever owned. You'll love your Mazda 2. Call 708-444-3200 or go, go to Mazda of Orland Park dot com check out their uh i don't they're what they got in stock you can sort of design your own car there which is a which is always great fun and when you're ready to buy or you just want to ask a few questions eric is your man 708-444-3200 great service great lobby you know you can go if you're getting your car fixed you're getting your uh, oil change every three months sit around drink some some free soda for some free snacks beautiful place to hang out so mazda Rowan park 708-444-3200 go get a mazda Join Mazda Nation like I have, and I will be a Mazda customer for life because I love it. Best car I've ever owned. Hands down. No doubt. Okay, let's move on to the Bill Oakley region. Once again, awesome that he's participating. In his region, we have another 116 upset as sweatpants all year round with 52.7% of the vote defeats worsts. So you're basically your encased meats went down to sweatpants, which just, is kind of a logical flow. Just the term worse is it's so good. funny. It's just funny in itself. Yes. Thankfully for this podcast, the nine seed M&Ms as a topping with 57.1% of the fo- of the vote defeated dipping pizza in ranch. I think that's rightfully so. Yes. Look, we don't food shame, but Rick and I are not, uh, we're not big ranch guys. I saw a TikTok of this girl in uh, Britain who was trying ranch for the first time. Mm-hmm. And the faces she was making, mm, not faces you would typically make for a condiment. I'll just say that. She seemed okay. to really be enjoying the ranch like a lot, like a real oh. lot. Um, so, hey, like teach their own. But for us, M&M's as a topping is a clear winner here. And the audience has spoken 57%. That's a pretty good. That's a pretty good showing for dipping your pizza and ranch. That, that's way higher than I thought it would get. I know people love it, but I didn't think that it would be that close. I agree. The 12 seed belt rage defeats fat guy hats with 58 58 and a half percent of the vote. I, I, I totally get it, but fat guy hats is funny. I'm wearing my fat guy hat right now. My low profile, uh, 57, 50, uh, 47 brand Cubs hat. Uh, I love it. There's one of two kind of hats I can wear in the entire world. But yep, belt belt rage moves on. <sighs> I hate I hate it. I hate the, the 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 when the metal is touching your overhanging belly and it like mm-hmm. starts to itch and sting a little bit because it's probably not the highest quality metal. Yep, <sighs> belt rage. Yeah, it's not great. No. This one surprised me. The four seed funny sidekick rolls fell to the thirteen seed milkshake as a meal beverage. 64.3% of the vote. I I thought I voted for funny sidekick rolls and I thought that was going to roll. Well, I did too. But then when you think about the milkshake as a meal beverage, there's a couple layers to this thing. Cuz Rick, you and I talk about often our shame of our fatness sometimes, like hiding menu items or those invisible lines that exist in our head like I won't order chicken on the bone for lunch. Why? I don't know. For some reason, to me, that's a bridge too far. This is sort of the same thing. The milkshake is a meal beverage. Like, wow, I'd really like to have a, a shamrock shake with my McNuggets, but that's just too fattening. I just couldn't possibly do that. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting a 20-piece t- nugget and fries, but no, the shake is, that's too far. Yeah, exactly. That's the ment- And I think a lot of people probably identify with that. So seeing that made them laugh, made them chuckle because they're like, yep, that's something I've considered many, many times and maybe you've done once or twice in a shameful moment. This one's been relevant, sadly, this week mm. uh, for me. The 11 seed perma chafed inner thighs <laughs> defeated the six seed airplane seatbelt extender <laughs> with 52.7% of the vote. Really close on that one. Do I want to know the follow up? No. To- okay. No. All right. I'll just. No. Well, it's not. Well, I mean, it's it's nothing interesting. It's just from like sitting in leather chairs too often because like my one up my leather chair at or the desk at the cheese in three two one (laughs) uh the chair at my desk is leather and also the one that i sit at at work is leather so it's like it's just not great and then when i'm in that room with eli uh he likes to keep rooms warm i think it's partially because he doesn't have a soul and partially because he's thin so i'm kind of dealing with that a little bit too so there's extra sweating and it's just not great so yeah 
Ugh, I'm sorry. Now you all know. <laughs> I'm really sorry about that. Yeah, it's uh, the, the sitting in a room with Eli, not the actual. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah I don't okay. care about your thighs. Yeah. No. As you shouldn't. The three seed eating the full pint instead of putting it back defeated Marshmallow Anything with 86.9% of the vote. Are you triggered by this? I, it's Look, it's a tough matchup for Marshmallow Anything, but it's not that far apart. That's ridiculous. That's that's way too big. That's a, that's a beatdown. That is a beatdown. I mean, Marshmallow, there's so much awesome. Like marshmallow Fluff, S'mores. Uh, it can go on and on. Marshmallow stuff is amazing. <sighs> Whatever. I'm not surprised it lost. I'm surprised it got schlacked like it did. <laughs> yeah, seriously. There was that was a Herb Lawrence hashtag no Vaseline. Ooh, that was rough. that was that yeah. was rough. I'm a little surprised yeah. that the seven seed washing yourself with a rag on a stick, a clear Simpsons reference, lost to the ten seed Duluth Trading Company ads. Fifty-seven point one percent of the vote. Although those ads are pretty good, I just wish their stuff didn't cost seventy-five bucks to buy. Yeah, it's crazy in there, and I love their stuff. I think I have a, I have a flannel or two from there that I got for Christmas that I love, but mm-hmm. I just can't. I don't have the budget to shop there. I'm sorry. Like, yeah, like underwear is like fifty dollars. Yeah, I can't justify thirty-dollar underwear. No, sorry. Not going to do that. I will go literally anywhere else and get, mind you, underwear is kind of expensive now. Yes. Just in general. But like if I can get five or six pairs for like 20 bucks, fine. Speaking of, if you are, if you are looking for new clothes, by the way, we are having a fire sale at our T public shop this week. Oh my God. We're having a fire sale. Everything (laughs) is 13. Classic (laughs) tees are $13. Everything else is up to 35% off. That starts on the 24th. So mark your calendar, the 24th through the 28th, $13 classic tees and up to 35% off everything else. Check that link in our uh, social media bios. Our link tree will have the correct link to our tea public shop. So shop there so we get some help. Uh, the 24th through 28th fire sale on our tea public shop. We should put some underwear up there, Rick. Help some people out. Yeah. Get the uh, get the burger logo on the on the on the flap yeah. of the fly. Sure. sure. <laughs> and no, I'm going to. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. We're not going there. I'm stopping myself about Good the donut call. on the panties. I said it out loud. What's wrong with me? All right. Uh, what? I mean, seriously. Sorry. I mean, at least you were the only one thinking it because <laughs> I certainly would never think of such a thing. Of course you wouldn't. No. Okay. And to wrap up the <laughs> the Bill Oakley region, the two seed Cinnabon, 61.4% of the vote over hockey jerseys yeah because that's how he put it he put jersey not sweater so that's correct i'm just the messenger it is a, i'm never you by the way i will never fight that with people it's a sweater it's actually not a sweater is wool and knit <laughs> that's a jersey it's made of jersey material it's a jersey now it's not 1926 anymore right. so i will not get the you're a real fan you call it a, you don't call it a sweater no i don't sorry <laughs> bite my ass <laughs> So the second round matchups in the Bill Oakley region, sweatpants all year round against M&Ms as a topping, belt rage against milkshake as a meal beverage, permachafed inner thighs against eating the whole pint of ice cream and not put instead of putting it back and Duluth Draining Company ads against Cinnabon. I I mean, I feel like that region is wide open. Oh, definitely. That really any of those things in advance can move on. I think Cinnabon is really tough. And I mean, but really like all of these. How perfect would a would a uh a final four matchup of gold bond versus permachafed inner thighs be? It'd be perfect. That would it just really be an would. ideal I just have a bad feeling about gold oh, bond up same. against butter. <sighs> maybe you use maybe you use butter to have, to accomplish the same task as gold bond. Only one way to find out. I'm going to butter up my thighs. <laughs> and everyone simultaneously threw up. Yes. Also, not the first time you've mentioned you've said that before. Uh, all right. Last region here to recap from round one. In the fast food menu items region, the 1C, the Popeye's chicken sandwich, 73.4% of the vote over uh, the Burger King Whopper. Yeah. Yeah. That's just kind of mm-hmm. what you expect. That's obvious. The eight seed 
Culver's Cheese Curds, 71.9% of the vote over the Wendy's Frosty. That was a tough 8-9. I think one thing that's interesting is in this region, we saw some of the more regional stuff come through. Yeah. So I was interested to see how much it was going to be people from the Midwest, the Chicagoland area that are voting versus, you know, people that are kind of flying in in the Twitter sphere to be able to vote on this when they see it pop up in their timeline. And I was just interested to see how much influence that would have, but it seems like the Midwestern roots of this podcast are showing through. Yeah. I'm surprised. I I voted for the frosty. I love the frosty, but it just, wow. It got destroyed. Yeah. Then the five seed Arby's curly fries, 82.9% of the vote against Qdoba queso. I understand this. Qdoba does not suck. There just are not many of them. Uh, bite me. <laughs> the four seed Wendy's spicy chicken sandwich with 61.6% of the vote defeats five guys fries, which is not as easy to say as you would think. It's not easy to say, and that's a tough matchup, too. So that's a convincing win over a really tough matchup. Five guys fries are amazing. Yes, they are. Do you go uh, nor? Do you go like the standard, or do you go Cajun? It all depends on my mood. I will say sometimes there's too much Cajun. Okay, yeah, and, like too much and, seasoning. Uh, yeah, like too much seasoning on there. So I'll kind of like hit them against like the plate or whatever surface I'm, you know, my desk or whatever. Kind of knock a little bit of it and off and just snort it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do what's that your, a little bit later? What's your go-to Five Guys order, by the way? What's your What's your burger? um just the the standard double cheeseburger or all as they call it a burger uh with ketchup mustard and then fries and drink i'm a barbecue bacon guy at five guys okay yeah. i've never done the barbecue bacon there that surprises me you should try it. it's good well it's probably an extra like eight bucks so oh, yeah uh, you're, you're dropping 50 dollars <laughs> on a burger and fries anyway you might as well <laughs> might as well <laughs> treat yourself <laughs> what's the next one okay uh yeah as i'm like scrambling be like wait where the hell were we the 11 seed the culver's butter burger with a 65 percent with 65 percent of the vote over the six seed mcdonald's hash browns that's another one where i I wonder if this is like fading breakfast i don't know that's a surprise to me that is uh the mcdonald's hash brown is one of the most amazing singular items you can buy in my opinion but yeah, to get that to get that different form of potato and not have it be just a complete mess yeah. is a huge win. So good. And sometimes you'll get an extra one in your bag and that's the best day of your life. The three C Portillo's chocolate cake, sixty-five percent of the vote over the White Castle Crave Case. Yeah. I mean, it's really tough to argue with that. Mm-hmm. I love White Castle like the next guy, but Portillo's chocolate cake. Could be a one seed in literally any of these regions. So could we have a Portillo's cake versus cake final? <laughs> that could actually <laughs> could. happen, which will be interesting. That would. I don't. Boy, that would be fascinating to see how for how many people is Portillo's chocolate cake their favorite cake? Uh, that That's probably what the answer would be, right? Yes. Yeah. And for everybody that's thinking it. Yes, we both understand there is mayo in there, even though we both dislike mayo. It's in there. It's not on there. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. So save it. The seven seed Popeye's biscuit got 67.5% of the vote to defeat Arby sauce. That's one that surprised me a little bit. I thought Arby sauce was going to win that, even though I voted for the Popeye's biscuit. I voted for the sauce just because I love it so much, but I know it's not a... First of all, Arby's is not a top-of-mind place for most people. And then a lot of people that go there don't even know about the Arby sauce. So it's more of a, I don't think a lot of people have tried it sort of a thing. Put up a good fight, but maybe maybe too high of a seed. How would you not know about Arby sauce? I think a lot of people do horsey sauce instead. Because that's, I think more people think of that as the sort of default sauce option there. I don't. But I don't either. I think a lot of people do. So I don't know. And the really strong two seed McDonald's Coke kind of thought this would be more of a blowout. Sixty-five point one percent over the Taco Bell Crunch Wrap. Maybe the maybe we're not giving the Crunch Wrap enough credit. Maybe that should have been a higher seed. Maybe like honestly, you probably could have flip flopped that in the Qdoba queso, and maybe maybe the Crunch Wrap gives Arby's Curly Fries a better run 
than uh, the queso did. Maybe. I just... Uh... I, I just didn't know what to select because we were trying to go through like, all right, we got to get something from all the standards, right? Yes. And with Taco Bell canceling every menu item seemingly every day, we had to go with like the lo- thing that was there the longest that was the most popular and that we came up with the crunch wrap. And uh, yeah, I hmm, that did but it put up a better fight than I thought. I thought McDonald's Coke would, would toast it, but it didn't. So I don't know. It's going to be, man, these are all really interesting. I can't Absolutely. wait to see how this plays out. Your second round matchups in the fast food menu item region, Popeye's chicken sandwich against Culver's cheese curds, Arby's curly fries against the Wendy's spicy chicken sandwich, Culver's butter burger takes on the Portillo's chocolate cake and the Popeye's biscuit against McDonald's Coke. All right. That is your round one March fatness recap. Bam, bam, bam. Oh, wait, I actually have it. What am I doing? God, I'm an idiot. <laughs> pay for this nice. damn thing i might as well use it yeah seriously <laughs> as much fun as it is to just say bam, bam, bam. yeah i've got it here and in, in true form <laughs> there we go then i can use stuff like this too the colonel kfc did not make the tournament so i didn't get a no, chance to use that that's true can we use like Nor 1987 kfc as an entrant next time yeah seriously back when it was better than it is now i don't know yeah oh Jay, I want to mention one thing because I was talking about the bracket last night, and last night I was over uh, at a friend's, at my my buddy Marty that I've brought up on the podcast quite a few times. <laughs> yep, pretty much. <laughs> so his girlfriend, Amy, is f- a really, really good artist. Hold like something- You just went, his girlfriend, Amy, was really, f- <laughs> I thought you were going to say Oh, fat. no. I'm like, no. Rick, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I was no. like, Jesus, Rick. Oh, no. Oh, my God. That. <laughs> I don't know where the F came from. There. There's an F there. All right. There She's a good artist. A good yes. artist. Really, really good artist. And I had brought up to her a while back the fact that, you know, like with us, when we do stuff on like hot mic or whatever like the, people want to have background stuff and i'm like yeah i don't have like me being a basketball guy i don't have anything like basketball so she's like well let's talk through something and we can work something out so last night i picked up my painting from her and it is awesome i basically i essentially picked my favorite players ever and sent her pictures of hey here's what their number like the actual number on the jersey looks like and i asked her to like make a collage of it and it looks really, really cool. So I just wanted to like, I, I wanted to do her the solid because like, of course I, I, you know, you pay for the work because there, because she do, takes so much time to do the work and like cares about what you want. It's not an, well, I have my vision and mm-hmm. that is it. Even if it's not what you want, like some artists are like what I love about her work is the fact that it's it's custom to you and what you want and trying to like her having her see your vision so if you're interested in either artwork something like that or she also does bag sets or cornhole for the people that like to use the name wrong it's bags it's not cornhole (laughs) bite me uh amy makes custom bag sets paints them builds them throw led lights on them so that you can play after dark check her stuff out drop 11 so drop and then the number 11.com or find her on facebook or ig at drop 11 artwork see jay's dropping everything I right just now my pen. yes exactly so uh i can't recommend her enough yes she's a friend 100 but i also wouldn't recommend the work if i didn't truly believe in it and she'll paint on canvas wood whatever your vision is she wants to create it for you cool and you know throw her flair on there as well so i'm looking at this out. stuff it looks great yeah drop 11.com she's so creative too and for as someone that has no artistic ability whatsoever seeing what she's able to do is really cool so give her a ring if there's something you want or something for a friend it's a great idea for presents and hey it's starting to get warmer out hopefully it'll stay like that so if you if you have room for a bag set that's a great option too. She does tons of them and they look really cool. So give Amy a ring, drop11.com at drop11artwork, Facebook or IG. I'm going to have to order a uh, Madhouse slash I'm Fat Pod artwork to put in my background because I need something too. Interesting. Oh, she would be 
all about her. she loves the podcast all right well amy um I'm in. Okay. Um, since we just wrapped up our bracket, I want to tell you more about Charlie the Bacon Guy. He is our title sponsor of March Fatness. And man, what a great connection Rick and I have made. We've got, a, we've got a bacon dealer. Hit me up, man. I'm, <laughs> I'm running out of that honey chipotle. I'm itching my oh, skin. Dude. Oh, so good. Charlie the Bacon Guy is based out of Woodridge, sells bacon and bacon jams. We'll get to the bacon jams in a little bit. Always nitrate free. Gets his pork from a farmer in Dwight, Illinois, at Catalpa Grove Farms. Go to Instagram, follow Charlie the Bacon Guy, send him a DM, email him, charliethebaconguy at gmail.com. You place your orders directly with him. His bacon is all thick cut, sold by the pound. The maple pepper, that's the original. The barbecue rub, the rosemary pepper garlic. I had that last week, Rick. Oh, my God. And the honey chipotle. And he's always making new flavors. Also, the bacon jam. You can do anything with this. Put it on toast. Put it on a burger. You can eat it with a spoon. The bacon jam is incredible. It's always in stock. The original and the bourbon, those are the two that are always in stock. He also has habanero and honey chipotle right now. And just like everything else, new flavors are always coming. He he also has t-shirts available with the Charlie the Bacon Guy logo. Shopping anywhere in the lower 48 is a flat fee of $15. He sends it and nicely packaged, comes frozen. It's great. It's ready to go. It's delicious. So go to uh, Instagram, follow Charlie the Bacon Guy, or email him, charliethebaconguy at gmail.com. Place your orders. I know a bunch of you guys have already, but uh, support Charlie because he's supporting us and March Fatness here on the I'm Fat Podcast, and we couldn't be happier to have Charlie as part of things here. Thank you so much, Charlie. I know we just took a lot of time to do this March Fatness recap of round one and preview of round two. We still have a lot more to get to, so let's get right to it. The economy is made up of real people doing real stuff, and it affects everything. Which you obviously know since you're a real person doing real stuff. Marketplace is here to help you get smart about everything beyond the what of the day's business and economic news. We dig into the how and the why with the real people driving our economy. From big tech and interest rates to small businesses and what's happening at the Fed, Marketplace breaks it all down so you don't have to. Listen to Marketplace wherever you get your podcasts. We want to thank our guy, David Hochberg, for all the help that he has given us on the podcast, the help, the support. He's a great guy. So if you are looking to buy, sell, or refinance a home, check out his people at Team Hochberg, 56david.com, or give them a ring at 855-56-DAVID. The buying, the selling, the refinancing process can be stressful, it can be difficult, and there's a lot to know about it. So that's why you need to call the experts over at Team Hochberg to have them help you make the process as easy as possible. One thing that I know I appreciate about David and Team Hochberg is that It's all about what's best for you, because if you get what's best for you, that's going to benefit Team Hochberg. So they're not worried about trying to squeeze every last dime out of you. They want to do what's best for you because they know, hey, the next time you need any help with a mortgage, you'll go to them. You'll refer other people to them. And that's what it's all about is getting those referrals and keeping everybody happy. If you're kind of iffy on the whole process, not sure if you want to dive in quite yet, the best thing to do on Saturdays from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., tune in to WGN Radio, that's AM 720 for those keeping score at home, and listen to David's radio show, Home Sweet Home Chicago, because he gives advice, his co-hosts give advice, they answer questions, they go over different topics that maybe, hey, it's stuff that you wouldn't think of because you're trying to live your life while mortgage stuff is their life and they try and help you out as much as humanly possible. So that way you have a better idea of what you're getting into with the process. One more time, 855-56-DAVID, 56david.com. Homeside Financial is an equal housing lender, NMLS 1124061. All right, Rick, I have a, I have a beef. I have a frustration this week. I have a couple, actually. Did you scratch your nose? Because I wasn't able to see. Do not. Do not. (laughs) (laughs) I'm having a good day, man. Hey, Jay, what's your beef? Hey, if I touch my nose, you're going to ask me what my beef is, okay? (laughs) (sighs) Jackass. Anyway, two things have annoyed me this week. Which one do you want first? Do you want Chipotle or McDonald's? 
Let's go Chipotle. All right. Chipotle launches new handcrafted quesadilla as its first customizable digital free only entree. Cool. Right. Sounds good. Mm -hmm. We've all had quesadillas at Chipotle before. Sometimes you don't want a whole burrito. Sometimes you want to mix things up. Well, I ordered this this quesadilla. And let me tell you, it was small. It was burnt. It was skimpy on the sides. I preferred the old quesadilla better, where it was just a giant burrito shell with cheese and whatever meat you wanted and just call it a day. My first experience with this was very disappointing. I'm like, this was an appetizer. This is not wow. something that I could call them. And I'm look, I know I'm a fat guy, but but I know what a meal is and what's not a meal. Two little triangles of a quesadilla with a spoon of rice and beans and salsa is not a meal. It's just it's not. O- it's only two? Yeah. It's like two. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's maybe, I don't want to say, I'm trying to think of what, I think they probably use half of a burrito shell to make this. That's my guess. That's unfortunate. I was really disappointed in it because I was looking for something. Sometimes you just want something different, right? Like Chipotle, Mm -hmm. like a lot of those places, it's you kind of fall back on your standards. And sometimes you get a little even though you can make endless options, there's things you like better than others. And you sort of lean on those few choices. So I was looking for something new. This was a new thing. So I'm like, great. It's going to be a new thing. So they're really going to try hard. And it's going to be great and it's going to be delicious. And it was just not very good. So I was disappointed in that on the first try. Mm. And if you go to, if you just like look it up, the handcrafted quesadilla, even the photo in the ad shows you how small it is. It is not a, it's not a meal by any means. This is probably a kid's meal at oh, best. Wow. And you could, so it comes in like the recyclable paper tray. There's a square area for the quesadillas, and there's three slots for whatever you want on the side. And the ad shows guac, sour cream, and salsa. I did rice, beans, and salsa, and it just was not. It just was not enough food for the price. So, sorry, Chipotle, you tried, but this was this was a for me. This is a miss, or it, it's at least being marketed incorrectly, right? It should be yeah. marketed and charged as an add-on, and it's not. It's just kind of a that to me is not a meal. Maybe for Addie, maybe that would fill her up. She's ten. But for an adult, there's no way that quesadilla is enough food. So that was disappointing for me. And you know me, I'm a Chipotle enthusiast. Yeah. This was just kind of eh, missed the mark for for really like the first time that Chipotle's tried something. Mm-hmm. I guess you'd say their initial queso launch wasn't great because it did get that kind of layer yeah. on top sometimes. But then they, mm-hmm. they fixed that. But everything else they've tried has worked well. This is this to me was a failure. That is disappointing. I'm like. Even as someone that prefers Qdoba, correctly so, um, like that is <laughs> that is like disappointing to just have them like it's cool when places try something different, but when it seems like they either just miss the mark on either half assing the, the execution or the marketing of it. That is that's just unfortunate. Like it, it's another unf- it's one thing. Sorry, Rick, to interrupt you, but it's one no. thing if. Like I said, it was burnt. That's not how it comes. Like, I understand that, right? Like, sure. They, they just kind of messed it up and whatever, and that can be fixed. But still, the amount of food is not enough. So I'm looking here. I'm on the Chipotle app, which is the only place you can order this, by the way. Um, the chicken one is $7.55. The steak one's $8.55. I had, an, I had a steak oh, one. wow. It was 9 bucks. I'm like, that's it? That's my meal? I have to eat something else. I had to go make a sandwich later in the day because I was not nearly full enough. So that's the same price as a burrito or an order of tacos or whatever. That's crazy. That's rough. So anyway, that was my complaint with Chipotle this week. So a little, a little bit frustrating, and I'll just, I'll stick mm-hmm. with my burrito, I guess. Oh darn. Yeah, yeah. Twist your arm on that <laughs> yeah, one. Exactly. I was going to say another unfortunate thing that happened this week. So since quarantine started, and really, really like since I got laid off, like almost a year ago now. Yeah. Uh, I had been keeping a beard and I'm not good with trimming the beard. Like, I don't know if it's a small motor skill thing or just like for whatever reason, not my forte. So I had messed up when I was trying to, uh, just like get some of the stray hairs and I kind of went in a little too far Mm. on one side of my face. Mm -hmm. So a couple days ago, I go in, you know, like after my shower, I'm like, okay, let's even this side out. And then I'm like, okay, now let me even out the other side. Well, I even the first side out just fine. 
go to the second side and I went a little too far. So I'm like, okay, I gotta, I gotta get rid of the beard part. And then I was also watching a video on like, you know, like different beard trimming, like techniques and things you can do. Mm -hmm. And there was this thing where the guy is to trim the mustache instead of like just having the, um, your trimmer, like square to the mustache and kind of like working around it, turn it to the side, have it at the right height. And then just like, let your kind of like wrist fall down to one side and then same thing to the other side. So you get like a natural curve in there, mm. which I'm like, that's a cool idea. However, when you <laughs> execute it wrong, it's not good. Mm -hmm. So I kept the thing too high. So then I was like, okay, this mustache has to go too. All right, screw it. Went clean shaven for the first time in quite a while. And Jay for, <laughs> for fats out there, clean shaven is uh, not the best look for me. I mean, I am just missing the glasses and the white and the, the white uh, collared shirt with the green <laughs> pants. And I'm Peter and I'm Peter Griffin. The it is really, oh my God, dude. I saw it. Like the first thing I did when I like look in the mirror after I finally got done shaving, I was just like, God damn it. Oh man, that's rough. Yeah. I'm sorry that it happened to you. I, I've been there. Rest, rest in peace to my chin, because now that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, I've had a beard for a long time, and I, I've had this happen to me twice. So, a couple summers ago, I'm like, I'm gonna try to trim it differently because I never know where to like stop trimming my beard under my chin. Like, where is yeah. the de demarcation line of where I'm supposed to shave? So. I, I think was like, it's like, is it like a f either one or two fingers above your Adam's apple? I, I think is what the th thing is. That makes sense. That's kind of what I do. But I'm like, well, I'm going to look some stuff up. And I saw like, okay, most people just tr shave it around their chin line, right? They just follow the, or their jawline. They just follow mm -hmm. their jawline. So I did that once and that looked like ass. And I actually can't, went out with it once. And my friend Jill is like, your beard looks like shit. <laughs> we, have that, we have that kind of relationship. Thank God. Yeah. I'm like, does it? Thank you for telling me. Cause I thought it did. And like, no one says anything. I'm like, I'm glad I have a friend like you that will just flat out tell me I look like an idiot. So I had to go fix that. And then right before what happened to you, Rick, my 40th birthday, I'm like, I want to clean up. I want to look a little bit nice tonight. You know, whatever, wear a coward shirt. A lot of people are coming. It was a good time. Um, my friend Sarah and Danny Parkins almost came to blows, which was great. Um, oh, I was there for that. Which Believe is all you need to know. That's why I love Sarah so much. Um, <laughs> and uh, uh, I made a mistake just like you did. I forget specifically what it was, but I had to scrap the whole thing. And I so the my most photographed adult moment probably ever from now until the day I die. All my pictures, I have no beard and I look awful. I hate the way I look without a beard. I hate it. Only my mom likes it, which is all you need to know. But oh, yeah. it was so bad. I was not. It wasn't embarrassed. It was like whatever. I made a mistake, so fine. But I just had to keep seeing those photos every year when it's like one year ago on December twelfth. You looked like this. Damn it! Stop reminding me. <laughs> it's so bad. So yeah, we've all been there, Rick. It's okay. You know, don't don't feel too bad about it. It's, uh, you'll recover. Your face will recover. Yeah, I just mean, wear a mask least, everywhere you go. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the other thing is like you don't realize like the volume in which the mask like helps fill. Oh, yeah, the, uh, the beard fills in the mask. And I'm like, oh, when I put the mask on for the first time without it, without the beard, I was like, oh, wow, that actually makes a, a big difference. And my face was definitely a lot colder. Yeah, the, the, there have been days where I've considered just ah, I'm going to shave it and just see what happens. I'm very glad I don't. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah, we all have those individual moments. Like, for me, it's like when it really starts uh, getting into my line of vision. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. That's when I'm like, like the that, periphery. That's annoying. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's I. That just gets too annoying to me. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you there. Yeah, that's that's frustrating. But hey, if you need to, uh, you want to fix the way you look and the way you smell, go to DrSquatch.com. Get some of their beard oil to help bring it back, Rick. <laughs> It'll grow like a weed. You put that Dr. Squatch beard oil on your face, the shampoo, the whole hair care kit, the toothpaste, but most of all, the best item they have is their bar soap. So that's what put Dr. Squatch on the map. And I've recently reshuffled my lineup, Rick. I put the, uh, I've, I exhausted my 
uh, cold brew cleanse. I was literally washing myself with a sliver of soap because I love it so much. It's like, yeah. there's nothing left. It's paper thin. I'm like, there's still soap in here, damn it. I'm, I'm getting every last inch out of this thing. Uh, but then put the c- cool, fresh aloe back in there yesterday. Mm-hmm. You know, shower at 7 a.m., 7.30, get in bed at 11. And my wife's like, man, you smell good. I'm like, cool, fresh aloe. What can I tell you? I smell yeah. good all the time. But everything Dr. Squatch has to offer is terrific. So go to DrSquatch.com, peruse what they have to offer, buy some soap, buy the hair care kit, the the deodorant, the shampoo, everything. It's great. When you're ready to check out, use that promo code I'mFat20. You'll save 20% on your order and help the podcast at the same time. And you're going to smell really, really good. We've had a lot of I'm Fat Podcast listeners switch to Dr. Squatch and they have not gone back. We get emails every week from people saying, man, I'm so glad I ordered this stuff. It's really, really great. It is. I am a customer, not just an endorser. I absolutely love Dr. Squatch. You will too. DrSquatch.com, promo code I'm Fat 20. I feel like this is just the airing of grievances part of the podcast Mm -hmm. because you had another iffy fast food experience. Well, it wasn't the food. So a couple weeks ago, I was taking Addie to the doctor because uh, she she had strep throat. Actually, we're like, does our kid have COVID? That wouldn't be great. But she just had strep throat. Uh, and then after there, I'm like, do you want to get a treat? Because she her throat was hurting. So she wanted a frozen Coke. So there's a McDonald's on Plainfield Road. I think that's Darien. I would think it's whatever that Darien, so. Hinsdale, whatever area it is. Yeah. Um, go through and it's like, hello, welcome to McDonald's. Please place your order now. I'm like, is this a freaking robot taking my order? Am I ordering with an Amazon Alexa? So I'm very clearly frozen Coke, half cherry, half Coke. And then I ordered our food and I pulled up. She's like, you had a frozen Coke? I'm like, yes. And like five other things. So, of course, McDonald's finding a way because, you know, they're really hard up for money to eliminate employees. And this is where fast food is headed. And it makes me so mad. At some point, everything's going to be automated and people just aren't going to work there anymore. Aside from, oh, someone's got to unjam the burger machine or someone's got to, you know, fix the receipt spool in the ordering kiosk. As fun as the kiosk is, as fun as drive up is, people need jobs. People need to work. And so many people rely on these fast food jobs or whatever to make ends meet, you know, as second jobs to to help out, whatever. You don't need to automate a drive through. You don't need to no. take away the personal experience of saying to somebody, hey, because everyone's got a customized order. The half Coke, half cherry Coke, that's something that the computer is going to explode when it hears. Like, what does that mean? Right? right. I need to talk to a human being. I know what you're trying to do, McDonald's, but all you're doing is taking jobs away from people. And that's a problem. So uh, anytime I start to see places become more automated, it, it irritates me. We went to the Amazon Fresh store. Mm-hmm. Um, me and my mom went shopping there. There's one in Oaklawn. And it was it's a normal grocery store. It's it's really nice, but the carts are set. There's certain carts, they have normal carts, and then they've got carts that are you scan in with your Amazon Prime like QR code, and then the cart just has cameras on it. And as you just put stuff in your cart, it just takes note of what you're buying and you just walk out and leave. That's how you shop there. What? Yeah, you don't have to check out, you don't have to talk to anybody, you just Scan it on the cart, shop, and leave. That's crazy. I know. It is crazy. Are you you able to, like, double check it before you leave to make sure that, for whatever reason, it didn't, like, double charge something? So we have an Amazon Go store at the uh, Prudential building, which Mm -hmm. works. That's basically a convenience store, but it works the same way. You scan in with your Amazon code. Walk in, take what you want, and leave, and then they send you a receipt. And then if they charge, because sometimes I'll like pick up a, I usually get a, like a bottle of coffee or whatever, or a can of coffee in the morning. Like I'll look at a couple, and sometimes it sees you as taking one you didn't, and then they'll send you a receipt. And it's like if there's a problem, just say I did not get this, and they'll refund it. Right? Like it's Amazon. They don't care. Oh, okay. You know. Yeah. But so you do have to like, oh hey, I didn't order that sort of a thing. Um, but so I think it's different in the store because the cameras are actually and the inside of the cart basket. So you'd have to actually put something in the cart for the camera to see it. Interesting. Whereas at the Amazon Go store, I think the cameras are behind the items or whatever. I don't know. Just, like, come on. I've I've he, still never I've still never been into that. It's thing. cool. It is yeah. cool. Like I like it. And there is a guy working there, usually, uh, just kind of sitting there with a the computer making sure everything's going normally. 
But mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I know we're trying to make the world easier and faster and more efficient, but people need jobs, man. I just, right. it bums me out. Like, really, you're taking work away from, from people at McDonald's so I can order through a robot? Like, that's, it's frustrating. These, these companies that just have more money than you could even begin to count. You probably yes. can't even calculate how much money they have. And, uh, oh, we got to find a way to eliminate expenses. Okay, fine. You know, so now three people are out of a job so they can have an Alexa take my order at McDonald's. That's annoying. We need something happy to talk about. Yeah, seriously. I got something. Okay. You know how we have a Culver's Insider? Yes, I do. All right. We got some big news uh, about uh, the family size order. Our guy, Government Fromage, called Mm -hmm. the voicemail line last week and said, hey, order the family size. It's a huge thing. Here's the deal. Okay. Update. The family cheese curds is three orders of the regular size. Oh, okay. For comparison, a large cheese curd is two orders of the regular size. So that's if you're trying to figure out like what's what two regular cheese curds is a large three regular cheese curds is a family size. And he says the pricing varies by location. Uh, And remember, everybody, that for a limited time, the walleye and the cod are out at Culver's. Mm -hmm. If you like fried fish at all. You've got to go. It is so good. It's so delicious. And I believe they've lowered their price on it. I think the walleye entree is like $10.99 when it oh, used wow. to be like 14 or so. It is well worth it. This is Wisconsin Supper Club quality fried fish. It's not like a filet of fish. It's not some mass produced, you know, mess of like random fish from the ocean slurried together and fried. It is out of the water walleye it's amazing and the cod is great too so make sure you hit up culver's and go and get those because they're so so good it shows how bad uh i am as well there's been examples before on the podcast of of me showing how bad i am as someone that was uh was raised catholic i was like boy there's a lot of fish ads recently (laughs) why have there been Oh, oh yeah, yeah, Lent. that whole that whole Lent thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> there. You go. There's your heads up. So, uh, by the way, if you're looking for uh, fish like that, you don't have a Culver's Bayou. Our friends at Marishka's, our newest sponsors, they've got the Icelandic cod, which is outstanding. I know Marishka's is on their map because of their poor boys. That's like their main menu item, but everything there is so good, and their Icelandic cod is amazing so go visit them out there in crest hill 604 theater street they're family owned and operated since 1933 but again it's not just the poor boys it's not just the uh, icelandic cod they've got the best onion rings you'll ever have and they come in basically a pirate ship (laughs) like that's how big the damn boat is of onion i call it the mountain of onion rings and it's accurate it's they're absolutely perfect where it's like the loose breading yeah and the big onions you're not just like, mm, not these little tiny crumb of onion rings. They're big ass onion rings with the delicious batter on them. The double baked potato, Rick. I know you love that. Absolutely mm-hmm. perfect at Marishka's. But they got burgers, chops, seafood, everything you're looking for. They've got it at Marishka's. Go visit Joe Zdralovich and his family out there in Crest Hill. Again, 604 Theater Street. They're family owned and operated since 1933. Go visit them at marishkas.com or facebook.com slash marishkas that's m-e-r-i-c-h-k-a-s they are open for dine-in they're open for takeout whatever you need uh they've got your back at marishkas so go visit them you'll love them i promise you'll go back again and again i'm trying to think do we do we have anything i else? think that's it because we have so, we got so many emails and voicemails this week that we're actually going to do a special ask a fat episode at some point this week rick and i of course have conflicting schedules almost every weekday but we're going to find a time to do it we're going to we're going to put out a special extra episode this week of just your questions so if you want to get some more in email us matt madhouse damn it i almost got through a whole show (laughs) (laughs) email us i'm fatpod at gmail.com or call the fat phone 708-858-3314 708-858-3314 and we will answer your queries uh, on ask a fat the best part is that now that that's a bit on the podcast oh my god we can we can join hashtag team leave it in <laughs> and just <laughs> it's a different hashtag <laughs> oh it is uh, yes, oh okay. i don't know what that could be about i don't know either 
<laughs> I think I think you you knew once. I did. Um, but <laughs> so yeah, so we'll be leaving that in. All right. Excited to be able to do a special extra episode this week at some point, hopefully crossing fingers, at least as much as my fat fingers will cross at this point without any extra help. Uh, so for Jay, I'm Rick. We want to thank our sponsors one more time. Team Hochberg, Mazda of Orland Park, Marishka's, Dr. Squatch, Charlie the Baking Guy, Danny Parkins. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know. I realized like after the first one, I'm like, this sounds like Parkins, but whatever. We'll keep rolling with it because that's what we do here on the I'm Fat Podcast. Oh, Rick, real quick. I want to give yeah. a birthday shout out to Matt from Murfreesboro, Tennessee. I meant to do this last week and I forgot. So, Matt, happy birthday to you. And remember, round two of March Fatness kicks off this week. So look for that on our Twitter account at I'm Fat Pod. But thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next time on the I'm Fat Podcast. All right, I think we got a lot accomplished here today.